Why do you always have to pick the topic and go first? Sometimes I want to do that. Seriously? Yes, Uh-oh. seriously. What's wrong? <laughs> Are you really recording this right now? I mean, yes, I thought we were going to do a podcast. What's wrong with why But it's you, your topic. Why are you being so rude? What's wrong with you? Because I'm tired of doing your topics. I want to do my own. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All Welcome right. to Decrow Chronicles, fighting I, in the beginning. Try to be serious. <laughs> try to be serious for this, guys. Um, okay, the topic for today, we just gave a little skit for this, and obviously... Our topic for today is how we speak to one another. It could be with more grace, could be more polite, be uh, take some time to think on how we speak to one another, as well as thinking carefully what it is that we're going to say to one another. I I didn't tell him what I was going to say beforehand, so because we normally <laughs> would do something like, you should have seen his face. <laughs> Caught me off guard with that one. Yeah, we talked about the topic, but I told him I didn't want to tell him what I was going to use to start our role play, but it is important. So what could have I have done differently? I could have said, you know, I'd like to pick the topic today. And do you mind if I speak first? Which we have done in the podcast. So if you've been listening to us regularly, you know my statement wasn't true. But even sometimes we get like that and... What we're saying isn't true in our argument because he has let me pick topics. He has let me go first. So it just, it's how we approach it and talk to each other about it. And we have those good conversations separate from recording. And so with that, I wanted to throw up, there's, I wrote down, like, there's four verses of scripture that I wrote down here to mention. And the first one is in Proverbs, Proverbs 21, verse 23. This is the new revised translation, guys. Uh, Proverbs twenty one twenty three, to watch over mouth and tongue, is to keep out of trouble. Right? Ooh, boy! And my tongue has got me in all kinds of trouble over time. Yeah. So how often do we think before we speak? You know, a lot of the time we we get caught in the heat of the moment. A discussion will come up, and somebody says something, and because pride arises in our hearts, we tend to lash out and say things that aren't very nice. Things that aren't very gracious to our neighbor, our spouse, our children, whoever that may be. And, you know, it it only leads to, like this verse says, you know, while we refrain from saying very things with our mouths and our tongues, it could keep us out of trouble. Sometimes it is best to just leave things better left unsaid rather than saying something and fueling the fire. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're being rude. I know in a different... Uh, a different one we talked before I gave the example where I had a business persona that I was my work persona the way I sound at work and and when I would talk like that here in the house my husband took it offensively but he had to tell me he took it offensively he took it as I was being too stern and too loud and when I was talking to him but I was like oh well I was just trying to tell you the facts I sometimes leave my work talk at work but sometimes I don't and so you have different types of styles and roles when you're talking to people and so he had to kindly let me know that and so I started working on that and trying not to be that kind of talker with him right and so again with that here's another verse I want to throw out to you in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 2 says never be rash with your mouth 
nor let your heart be quick to utter a word before God, for God is in heaven, you upon earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Now, I know there's more behind all that, but more particularly, I wanted to aim at how we speak to one another with harsh words and being so quick to utter something. More particularly, in saying words that would be more harsh towards those that we speak with in in those circumstances where we become prideful, we become arrogant, we want to take control, we want to be in charge of things, and we want things to go our way rather than looking at our spouse as well as our children and considering, you know, what they may be going through at a time. Maybe something happened, you know, I don't know. Your spouse, I know for me, a lot of the time, I may not be feeling well. Again, I mentioned I'm a type 2 diabetic, and sometimes I don't feel that very well. And so, and I tend to respond in that fashion sometimes, in a harsh word, you know, so... And then afterwards, I'll think about it, and I'll tell my wife, and I'll say, I'm sorry, babe, I didn't mean to to act like that. And she'll say, well, I, you know, I understand. I know you're not feeling well. And I'll say, but that doesn't justify my actions. It was still wrong. I just want you to know that, that it was wrong of me, and I want you to know that I'm sorry, and I love you. I don't have, my intention is never to hurt you or to say things to you that will make you feel unloved. And I tell him in, in response, you know, instead of just making my words few, I'm like, ah, you don't have to worry about that. I know. I know all the symptoms and possible outcomes behind diabetes. I mean, it's been in our, our family and our marriage for quite some time. And so other family members and things like that. And so I understand because I try to put my feet in someone else's shoes. I try to think about why they're they're having this off day and but when I get heated and I've gotten a lot better at it when I get heated I will yell over the top of somebody and I know others that do the same thing and so we're yelling at each other louder and louder to our neighbors and stuff can hear sometimes because we want them to hear what we're saying but I find myself finding it easier to walk off say a little prayer go breathe go laugh about something before i get back into that conversation again because i once i get heated it's hard to turn that switch off and i i'm really good at trying not to get to that point but i'm human just like everybody else and i have my melting points and so the more we think about how the other person may react to what we're saying the better we're going to guard our words and i want to throw one more thing in before i give it back to you is one thing I've learned with my husband is there's certain words and just vocabulary in general is because people overuse them or use them incorrectly. And so we don't like those certain rules. I mean, those certain words, well, he doesn't like those certain words, but once he doesn't like a word, I learned to not like that word anymore. And I do my best not to use it because I know it bothers him. But how many of us really take that time to consider how to speak to each person we come across? It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Right. It's the being, right thing to do. And being being patient and considerate as well as compassionate towards your spouse as well as your children or anybody, you know. And with that, here's another verse I want to throw out to you guys. It's in Luke chapter 6, verse 45 says, The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure of his heart produces evil, for it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. Oh, those are powerful words there, my friends. And so, yes, you know, it's one thing to say things. And I know that there's people that 
could get in a heated debate and real quick they start cursing. Oh, well, F and this and F and that and blah, blah, this and you beat this and beep that. And, <laughs> and it only adds fuel to the fire. It doesn't, it doesn't dumb down the conversation. It doesn't eliminate the problem. It actually brings more problems on top of the problems and so forth and so forth. I know, I don't know if it's one you already have or not, but when you said that, it made me think of that one, and I don't, I don't know it verbatim or where it's at, but it talks about the coals on, on a head, um, how you speak or reply back when someone's angry. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, I think it's in Proverbs somewhere, is it? but yeah. I think it, it's also recorded much, in James as well. Pretty much. It's something I used to tell our older kids who will be listening, hopefully, <laughs> is when they were younger, I would tell them, you know, you're getting upset and you're getting bothered and when people know what bothers you they're going to keep poking at you they're right. going to keep if they want to upset you they know what they're going to get from you getting upset so they poke and prod i said the minute you let them know what is wrong then then it happens but if you're kind to them after they did something that bothers you how can they still keep going right because you're not giving them what they're looking for uh, a negative reaction in your verbal speech Right. And so with that, I want to expand on what my wife just finished saying is that, yes, that is true, but even more so for a spouse, because who better to be able to push a bur- your buttons, <laughs> you know, than your own spouse who knows you very well, you know, sees your likes as well as your dislikes and is very able to poke and prod you with those words just to get you started to get you you know angry and just so much fury comes out of that you know just nothing (laughs) you are the you are usually the meanest to the people you love the most why because they'll forgive you and take it and you can move forward but should we be so mean to the people we love should we let our words discourage versus encourage and and i've had disputes I'm one that, especially with our children, there's been a few of them I've got into literal loud yelling matches with. And I'm like, well, I'm the mom. But really, in all reality, I should have never got to that point because I'm the example. I'm modeling what they're doing by giving it back to them the same way they were giving it to me, where I could have just said, okay, you said what you had to say, and I'm going to say what I have to say, (laughs) you know, instead of retaliating back and scaring everybody else around me because our oldest son... He used to run up after the stairs after me when I was getting after our oldest daughter. He thought, oh, no, you know, she's going to have a heart attack or something because I would be so angry. And he would just run up after me. And I'm like up to the stairs going, you know what? That's all you could hear. (laughs) That's funny, dude. (laughs) I think he'll think that's funny to hear, too, our son, Philip Jr. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, last verse I want to throw out to you guys. And in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, it says, I'm going to break this down. It says, uh, Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, comma, but only what is useful for building up, comma, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. Okay, the first part is, right? Let no evil talk come out of your mouths. That's command right there, clearly. Don't let no evil talk come out of your mouth. Be watchful. Be intentional on what you say and how you say it, as well as being alert on 
the words that you're going to use to build up your neighbor as well as your spouse or anybody that anybody and it says so that your words may give grace to those who hear you know a lot of the time we want to say things and take control and say the things that would be very demeaning very hurtful you know just words that lash out at somebody uh, curse words nasty words i would say but yet when we say things like that to somebody how in reality can we expect somebody to return words to us in a kind gracious fashion if you're talking to somebody like that more particularly your spouse it ain't gonna happen guys you're just gonna get more fire behind the fire you spewed out of your mouth so two wrongs will make a right just recognize that first and foremost and i'm sure you don't need me to tell you all this this is just something to look into you know let no evil talk come out of your mouth right why so that your words could be used to build up your spouse to build up your children or build up anybody Co-workers. As well as speaking words with grace. Because you, in return, want those gracious words to be spoken to you when you need them, right? You can't always expect somebody to speak to you in such a harsh fashion. You know, if somebody in your family passes away, are you really wanting to hear somebody speak to you in such a harsh manner? I seriously doubt that. Or if somebody's in the hospital on the verge of passing away, you really want somebody coming to you in the hospital and talking to you in that fashion, knowing that... You know, you're in a position you can't really do much. So how does that help the situation? It doesn't. You know, offer a prayer. You know, read a book to them. Say kind things to them. Say things that would be uplifting and helpful and beneficial to them. And you'll put that huge smile on their face from ear to ear. Right? Definitely. Most people don't consider that letting some people get their anger out and not returning the anger helps them vent out that anger. But if you're giving them uh, an ear and saying, you know what, no, I'm not offended by what you said and I understand what you're saying. I'm just listening right now. I'm not going to give you any advice because I I know I'm one that I like to be Mrs. Fix-It. Way more in my younger years than now because I've learned over time that really we we can benefit others by advice, but we can't fix anything for anybody. That's not our job, but we can be compassionate. We can be loving. We can be understanding. Where, where did whoever you're you're having this angry outburst with? What's their background? What could cause them to react in that way? Is that something they were modeled? And then are you turning around and just feeding the fire instead of teaching them a new way, a new way to right. talk, a new perspective to look at, or, new um, mindset, or even looking at the circumstances that may be uh, that may have occurred, or possibly in right now at that moment. You know, it could be. You know, somebody may have sleep apnea. They're not really getting good rest. And so if they speak, if you say something to that person and they lash out back to you, are you considering, hey, they're not sleeping well. They got sleep apnea. So they have a health condition that they need to work on. And so how am I helping the problem? I'm not. I'm adding to it. Or even more. What about if a person goes to work and they haven't ate all day and they're with a coworker and they, eh, get away from me or whatever. You know, because they haven't ate. So those are things to take into consideration, guys. You know, and a circumstance that may be happening. You know, somebody's in the hospital, as I mentioned earlier, or somebody may have died in the family, or you know, a problem in the with the kids, uh, marital problems, issues, and you're talking to each other as well as to your neighbor, as well as to your family, your friends, and how you, if you view things from the outside and you're seeing what's going on, 
it would be wise to think before you speak to this person as well as saying things that would build them up and speaking to them with love and grace and mercy thinking about hey i want that too i want somebody to speak to me in that kind of manner i don't want to be mistreated i don't want to be looked on and spoken to like i'm a piece of garbage everybody has um meaning everybody matters you matter the listener you matter just think about that and well thank you for tuning in and and listening to us um i hope you enjoyed this give us any feedback uh share rate review message message. um if you want to be on let us know just this is a good topic because we all deal with it it's not a one person or Oh, that's not me. That's somebody else. Every single one of us has got angry and spoke out at one moment and didn't think about the repercussions behind those statements. And if we spent more time thinking before speaking, then we could think about what's going to happen in the aftermath, the what ifs. If I talk about it this way, if I talk about it that way, if I give the information this way, or if this time I just don't say anything you know, really evaluating that situation and what you should do in that moment before you get hot-headed and speak out. Right. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining us. This is D. Crow, and I'm with my lovely, beautiful wife. Mama Jen, have a blessed weekend, guys.